0: shaping the culture. We talk both culture yeah. and theology. Hey, folks read reading the Bible. We don't claim to have all the answers. I don't know how to word this but that doesn't stop us from having honest conversation. <laughs> Buddy, we are back. It's been a while, but we got to end June. The month of June well, right? And I got some friends with me. We got the Parazine family in the building. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Hey,
1: hey.
0: hey. hey we are all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. Hot Lana, how you guys feel? It's like been raining, it's humid.
1: Humid, humid, hot,
0: ugly. Um. <laughs> no, actually, no. It's been so encouraging to Seriously. see a bunch of black people Every, yeah. everywhere, not and not be reminded them. of your blackness. Yeah, yeah. being lost in Walmart,
2: time. can't find your folks. It's okay. <laughs>
0: I'm for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we yeah. are excited. So I got I got a lot of great things planned for you guys for the month of July. Uh, every week, actually even going into August, we got like five new episodes that are going to be amazing and also check it out on YouTube. So we're going to actually have videos as well. And I'm excited about what we have in store for you guys. We're going to take it up a notch a little bit and encourage you guys with some dope people. Uh, I'm not going to share who's going to be on the podcast, but just stay tuned and know that it will be fire. Um, but before we get into that, we got to end June right, as I said, or alluded to earlier, and I got some friends with me and we're going to go there today. All right. Uh, it might be awkward. It might be uncomfortable. Uh, but we need to talk about it because, uh, it's so, it's such a taboo topic in the church. And, uh, just to kind of give you guys context, I think two or three times on Instagram, I've like asked the question, what topics or what, uh, what are the things that you guys would like us to talk about or what what are the things that you guys would like to hear from this platform? And the thing that comes up consistently, time and time again, more than once, is yo, talk about porn, talk about lust, talk about sex, talk about these feelings. And I think like, I mean, me and my friends talk about all the time, but this is something that just needs to happen more in the church. And it's like a privilege for us on Shaping the Culture to start the conversation, get the conversation going. Um, Maybe talk about some things that you've never heard a pastor talk about or never heard uh, church people talk about. And uh, we're going to do it in a very authentic way. It'll be a good time. Um, I remember when I was in junior high, my health teacher had us play this game. I don't know if we should play it here. It's called the sex game. Have you guys ever played the sex game? No. Mm -hmm. So the sex game is you start off by saying sex... But you say it very like, you know, you don't you don't yell it, and then the next person has to like say it a little bit louder, and then the next oh, person has yeah. to say it a little I bit that louder. before yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
3: mom. Mom. Hey, oh wh- my god! Hey, which mom was he doing? Lennox. <laughs> 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 and so, <laughs> an a. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the
0: purpose of the game, or I think what was communicated to me, the purpose of the game was to kind of normalize the word because a lot of people are afraid to even say the word sex. And so uh, we're going to say sex like it's nothing because it's God's good gift.
2: It's
0: God's. uh... (laughs) The ladies over here getting a little too excited. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was
2: something good.
0: Mm. Okay, talk about it. That's actually why I'm excited to have women on this episode because there's a lot of things that have been said or communicated or there's things that have just come across to us as men, especially that. I'm realizing isn't true, Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm excited to kind of hear their perspective. But we're gonna get into it. So without further ado, how should we start this? What do you guys want? How do you guys want to? Let's define the title. Let's define things. Yes. So as you can see, you're probably you know the title. The title is "Horny and Holy," right? and uh we kind of want to take some time to talk about what what does it look like to be horny and what does it look like to be holy and can those things coexist are they opposites are they at war with one another um i don't know what do you guys think how do you what's your background with the word with these words and how do you like understand them
4: one is like a goal and one is like a curse. Mm. <laughs> it's like two opposite, and
5: it's
4: like is it. Which one? <laughs> 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 okay, I'll be <laughs> hey, Why are you getting quiet? <laughs> like, holy, holy is the goal, right? Yeah. And it's like where we're trying to be, be Christ like, all that. That's like. It's like you're what like, you're going, like you're going, like it's it. <laughs> and then, um, horny is just like a disgusting, like nasty feeling mm-hmm. that you feel in the dark.
5: Mm-hmm. And if you
4: feel it, like you are nasty and disgusting. And mm. there's like, it's like something you need to. Okay, I guess like holiness is something you need to get to, and horny is something you need to escape. So mm-hmm. it's, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's real.
0: That's real. Anybody else? That's a great way of putting it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, like al- along those lines. I think um, holiness is something that's you know spotless. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm thinking about something like white, like snow, mm-hmm. um, something that's know? pure. Without you know what I mean, without blemish, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good way of putting it. And then when I think
3: <laughs> <laughs> somebody be reading his Bible, <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> but when I think about uh, horny, it's this like taboo weird uh unfortunate um disgusting uh it's like and i say all these things we're laughing but i feel like if if what if we didn't see it that way it wouldn't be in the dark as much yeah. um or it would be there'd be more conversations around what it's like to be horny especially within the church right but it's this hush hush thing where um because to be horny is to be um to be in sin, or to be horny, is mm-hmm. to be um, just on the opposite end of where God would like you to be, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of like my thought process. A little bit. horniness is just this this desire that you feel that's unholy, Well that you're
4: not supposed to feel,
0: or you're not supposed yeah. to feel. Yeah,
4: so the opposite of holy, literally,
2: yeah,
6: <laughs> it's horny.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anybody else?
1: So, like, question. So, when when you talk about horniness, are you saying like? Is that how we're, spo- like, taught to feel? And, like, or is that how you Or, do no, you just, like, how, do you,
0: how do you actually see it? How yeah. do you actually see it? Yeah. yeah, I just went with how I see it. Yeah. Because, like, that, it, lets, it leads to a, a certain way of living. Right. Mm-hmm. I see it as,
1: like, um, a natural, like, feeling, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't see it as, like, mm-hmm. as demonized, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. I see it as, like, it depends on, like, what you do with the horniness, you know? Mm-hmm. What comes after it, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like... I feel like, um, kind of like what Yosa was saying, mm. um, when he was at our church, mm-hmm. talking about, you know, what, what what's compromised first? Your heart is compromised before your actions mm. are, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. it, that's how I kind of see, like, mm-hmm. hornyness in so mm. That's
0: good. That's good. Any other thoughts? We got BK and Mickey? Lolly
2: <laughs> Honestly, like, when I think horny, I think in the mood. That's all it is. That's all I'd equate it to.
0: Mm-hmm. In the mood for what? These specific. Next. This is gonna pay the no, game. This is gonna pay the game by itself. In the mood for food, <laughs> like What do you get? I
2: think it's kind of just like intimacy, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's just like touching mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. being aroused in intellectual yeah. conversation. Like yeah. sexual, yeah, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like in the m- in the mood. Mm-hmm.
0: In the mood, indeed. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. So, what we want to do today um, is, I think, like based off what Nahum just said, uh, really kind of disarm um, a lot of the taboo around the word holiness. So, I'll just start off with like my own personal experiences. Um, I think for me, in a lot of ways, um, and I wanted like us to get to the bottom of this. People can relate. Maybe they can't. Um, I know Nahum already from the jump seems like he has a different view of it. But uh, for me, like Um, desiring sex has always come off to me as, man, you're just not complete in Christ. Christ has not satisfied you. Christ isn't enough for you. Um, To be horny is to be in sin. And so when I have these desires to uh, have this physical intimacy with the opposite sex, it's almost like, this isn't something I should be thinking about. This isn't something I should like meditate on. This isn't something I should like accept. This isn't something that should be celebrated or even seen as normal and healthy. In fact, quite the opposite in my experiences, it's almost like horniness is a result of lack of holiness. Um, and so um, that's been my journey. And um, I think a lot of it is because, you know, being horny or having sexual desires or wanting physical intimacy in the church growing up has always looked at, has been uh, taught as something that's um, inappropriate, something that's um, not consistent with the heart of God, something that God isn't pleased with. And I know they're trying to say that in our season where we're not married. um, But I think like it's hard for me to see like people even i mean like i don't know if we go there but like with Avishas too like with our parents sometimes i feel like even the way they look at sex it's like oh it's for procreation it's not really for enjoyment mm-hmm. um you know and so with each other
4: too it's yeah like, like, all parents don't kiss or like yeah. even just like just that in itself like you yeah. don't have to be behind closed doors but like just like intimacy that you see like out in front of you is yeah. like very minimal mm-hmm. so it's like what can you even
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, and so because of all of these factors, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I remember being in youth group. I don't know if you guys remember, like, the con- some of the conferences we went to. It's like <laughs> almost every conference was like. You must be pure, pure, you must be pure, you must be pure. Like, don't fall into this, don't do this. This is the worst thing you could ever do for yourself. Do
3: not hug for more than seven
0: seconds. <laughs> 20, six, six, 20 six. seconds builds
2: chemical. Yes. No hug. Side,
3: hug
4: side
3: hug equals yeah. salvation. <laughs> 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 Legit, yo, yeah. forget about sex, bro. Don't be hugging too much. Yes, <laughs> yes. I don't care if you love her yeah I don't care if she's your blood sister <laughs> seriously no yeah. that's how bad no seriously. which
0: honestly too like it has even affected Ridiculous. the way we see the opposite sex I don't know about different cities even, like a youth group setting yeah, sure. yeah but sure. like even in Minnesota like when I like step out of Minnesota because we get to travel a lot mm-hmm. and you see like the opposite sex like hugging and greeting and, like at first I wasn't used to it I'm like oh this is like uncomfortable yeah. this yeah. is like what's going on like seven seconds and we're out you yeah. know what I yeah. mean like yeah. it's we that's hit now, three <laughs> you know what I mean yes. yeah we're <laughs> the one weirdos every conference. Every <laughs> conference. Oh my yeah. And more than anything, to be honest, it's made me a very awkward person mm-hmm. in certain contexts. Yeah. You know? And so yeah. that's kind of been my experience around the Word. That's been my experiences with that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like, yo, to feel this way is to be against God. Yeah. You know? That, I don't know. Anybody else want to share kind of like their, their background with that or sexual desires, what would that look like for you and how you suppress that? Or
4: I feel like what Nahum was saying was key earlier. Just like, mm-hmm. like, I, like if everyone thought like Nahum, like, then this wouldn't need to be a podcast mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. But yeah. it's like the fact
0: <laughs> that like, uh, okay, that's that in general. I was talking about well, well, like, you, <laughs> top tier, huh? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Nahum said, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> oh,
4: I guess like, talk the to fact me nice. This is like natural mm-hmm. is like really key. And like, I guess, like, I don't know. It's like, I think Abu said this, or steve One. One of them. Someone said it, you remember steve <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But it's like, it's saying, like, it's not about, like, good or bad, but it's like, with Jesus or without, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like you put it into that, like, kind of like that box of, mm. like, I feel like Christianity has been cut down to, like, okay, is it good? Okay, if it's good, I should keep doing it right. And then that's mm-hmm. like, God, and if it's bad, like, I need to cut it all the way out. And mm-hmm. then, like, if I have the bad, then I can't be God, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's never been about, like, Good or bad, it's been like good or god, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like that whole battle with it too, or it's like the fact that I guess going back to what Nahum was saying, like the natural fact that like it's okay to like feel this way, or like mm-hmm. you're not you're not without God for being horny, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. we're humans, and like we're literally
1: yeah created
4: to feel these things.
1: Yeah, and going off like what she said, yeah, I think that like I, we do unnecessary harm to ourselves mm-hmm. when we uh, like feel bad about. Having these feelings, yeah, like horniness, because like, yeah, it's like legit like a on the biological level too. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, mm-hmm. as just like men and women of age, yeah, you're gonna these things are gonna come up. Like right. you're gonna feel certain things. Your body is gonna respond right. to certain right. things in yeah. certain ways. Yeah. So it's like important to not like judge yourself mm-hmm. based on what you're feeling, mm-hmm. but um take steps. And approaches to like deal with the horniness, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and not and be careful to not like fall into sin. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's real.
2: One thing that I find really like, like just thinking about how I've seen other people, mm-hmm. that, um, is kind of is like watching some people like get saved later in life and not having go- gone through the whole purity culture mm-hmm. that we did, yeah and then like what, just like judging them on their sanctification because of their, like, inability to be, like, quote-unquote pure or, like, act in a pure fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I call these people brothers and sisters now, and, like, it's just, and it was the things of, like, oh, why are they, like, touching like that? Or, mm-hmm. like, why would you say something like that to someone mm-hmm. when it's, like, just a matter of, like, showing love mm-hmm. or affection or appreciation to someone? Yeah. Um, but those were, like, culturally, like, like just yeah yeah, and just like that's oh why why are you being horny right now like in public like why would you show that off why Mm. wouldn't you like one why wouldn't you like keep your horniness to yourself yeah and then two like why would you like make someone why would you sin on that by like acting on it you know Mm -hmm. um but that's not even the case at all
0: yeah 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 i mean like it's been hinted at but i think at the end of the day like it's natural, and it's normal, and I think if you don't feel these things, <laughs> something is wrong, like, no, you, you know, go, we like, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> you don't feel it, wait. It's yeah. <laughs> coming. Yeah, but I wish, yeah.
1: like, some folks is, you might have
0: EDs. That's true, let me know. Yeah. yeah, okay, some, special some, cases. Some folks,
3: they have they have a gift. No, they have a gift, too, but they're really yeah. just
0: like, you don't feel the
3: need to.
5: Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Asexual. Yeah, asexuality. <laughs> But, like, at the end of the day, though, I think, like, for real, for real, like, if we don't, we don't understand that this is God's desire for us, Mm -hmm. that when these feelings, these urges come, Mm -hmm. like, God is not upset, God Mm -hmm. is not angry, God is not um, disgusted by us. Um, Mm -hmm. He has created us for this, you know? Mm -hmm. I think the problem is the devil and the world has distorted sex and desire for sex, and I think that's where... Everything went wrong and even in the church. I think the reason why purity culture is such a thing is because everybody is afraid of Like having people like fall into that sin mm-hmm. and out of fear It's like funny our preaching isn't even led by our faith It's led by our fears mm-hmm. and instead of like believing that God has the, the ability to help you walk and conquer um, every desire that comes. <laughs> <to, laughs> you good? <laughs> we have
3: to. We have to rewind. Can you can you repeat the last three lines? The
0: our preaching is is it's like run by or it's fueled by our fears and not necessarily faith in the finished work of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so what that does is it instills insecurity in people. It mm-hmm. instills like uh, unnecessary fear in people. Mm-hmm. Um, with something that God has created, you know what I mean, and that's like the scary part. And I think that, you know, you know, like it's weird. Be- <laughs> it's weird because at the end of the day, um, like we we have to take back what belongs to God mm-hmm. and celebrate it, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and we have to see how the devil has distorted it mm-hmm. and the world has distorted it, but also realizing that it's distorted. It's not. That's not the way things started, you know. And so. I don't know man I just like um, I had a thought actually I, just, I got distracted but I think at the end of the day like we have to realize like hey sex isn't um, a bad thing it's a good thing it's God's good gift to us and we should see it as such you know I'm, I'm thinking about should I share that one story that article Yeah. yeah so yeah this is this is why yeah. this is dangerous so now home and I we used to be roommates it was like five years ago And he like one day sent me an article. And I read the article and it was this woman who wrote the article and she was sharing her own experiences with sex and church and purity culture and all that good stuff and what she was alluding to in the article was uh growing up it was constantly told to her sex is bad sex is bad sex is sin sex is not god's design for you god sex is something you should stay away from sex is terrible how could you even think about having sex like over and over and over again from the like since she was a child until she was full grown woman that was what was communicated to her and then she got married and everybody's like go ahead have fun have sex right <laughs> yeah. and what ended up happening is they're, like, she couldn't turn that switch on in her mind. Mm-hmm. It like, it was, it was off, yeah. and so at the end of the day, when they try to be intimate, like, she couldn't. She felt like God was disgusted, that God was not pleased, that God was not That's in so it. Sad. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's so sad. And it actually led to a divorce, you know, between her and her husband because like it just became a big problem. And I'm afraid of like what this kind of preaching. This kind of way of thinking is producing in our lives and the seeds that we're sowing because we're preaching from a place of fear and not faith. You know what I mean? And this is not, you know, in in any way, uh, shape or form are we saying, go ahead, have sex, do what you want to do. We're in this conversation um all we're trying to do is say hey your feelings are normal it's from god there's a space for that and we'll get to that later on the podcast but we just want to start off by like talking about yo this is a very dangerous way of going about sex this is a very dangerous way about going uh, dangerous way of going about purity and even thinking about horniness and sexual desires and we got to start preaching from a place of faith i don't know what do you guys think
3: yeah, it, it, it reminds me of something something else that I had seen online yeah that said um that was kind of challenging challenging the, the way the, the bible like teaches yeah and, uh, and like speaks on this stuff and, yeah and the, the, they were saying they were saying that um the way the Bible teaches on it it, it doesn't make sense for today's day because mm. back at the time of, of, of when the Bible was being written yeah people were, were having kids and getting married at 15 16 mm. 17 18 19 yeah and it's unnatural wow cases it's unnatural for us to be oh, yeah. still fighting this fight in our early 20s late 20s early 30s, early 30s like yeah. there's believers out here in, in the, the 40s, 40s you know what i mean yeah. like still like and it's that's not what the the the, the argument was that's not what god intended hmm. because it was supposed to go with the culture of the day as in like because of how like Nahum was alluding to earlier saying earlier that when you come to a certain age, your body just changes and hormones do shift, and yeah. chemicals in your brain are, you know, getting, yeah, yeah, activated and getting active. And so um, that's just like an interesting wow. case that, that I've been hearing online too. I've just uh, like recently, I'm like, wow. man, like, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't, this isn't, it doesn't apply to our our, our time because Christians, mm. and it's actually interesting because Christians, especially at least, at least in America, they, they're getting married early. It's like 21, 22, 23. Like uh, Christ, so she, like you, like,
0: like christian americans christian americans, yeah. Christian yeah. americans. Yeah, yeah 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 americans are like now like they're, they're not getting married they're not getting married period <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah Christian americans yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. and the, the scary thing is with the like christian divorce rate mm-hmm. exactly yeah. just as high if not higher yeah. than the divorce rate in the general population yeah. Yeah. and part of that reason is it's kind of like a loophole because like yeah. they want to have sex yeah but cool. we, they have to get married before they have sex yeah. right yeah. so it's kind of like oh let me just like jump into this marriage or maybe yeah. they kind of force the issue on marriage yeah on the partner yeah. and rush it yeah and then they get into a marriage that is unsatisfactory yeah or a marriage yeah. that's just like they got in a marriage with the wrong partner right. right and it was all because like they just wanted to have a loophole for yeah. sex so yeah. it doesn't help to yeah just have this like standard of just like we wait, wait, just wait till you know what I'm saying yeah yeah. yeah. it causes
3: so many issues down the line for sure. yeah. I think
4: it's like the whole bigger idea though of like how the church has like taught people like that sex is like a destination mm. or it's like mm. a level unlocked or something yes. yes. you know an yes. yeah, yeah literally so it's like but at the same time it's so like confusing to people because I mean like to us too Because, like, what's scary is, like, the woman, like, her life is not so far from what we've been taught, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, it's not so foreign. Yeah. Like, that could easily be one of us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's, like, you can't, like, sit here and tell people, like, I don't know, it's, like, too confusing. Like, the road to sex or, like, how to, nobody really tells you, like, how to get there, like, how to go about, like, your hormones, like, not hormones, like, your horniness or, like, what you feel and how your body changing, like, health in a healthy way. Yeah. It's almost just, like everything until he puts the ring on it is bad and right. once he does like oh you got it yeah. like you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, like, yeah. it's confusing like yeah. how do
5: you do it yeah mm-hmm. yeah
4: Go ahead, Lily. I, I was just
2: gonna make a point that like for some it's a loophole like i want to have sex mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i've heard like stories of like i'm having these urges i need to do something about it mm-hmm. well i can't do anything about it until like i get married okay so i need to get married because like that's that's like the only way out and um that is drastic Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm
0: -hmm. we we went to a lot of us like yeah half of us in here went to the same christian um university and there's like a saying there like ring by spring mm -hmm. i kid you not when i entered freshman year of college (laughs) they were fast (laughs) like yo it's not a joke. People that they met fall semester, they were being in, like, engaged to or married to the end of the school year. Mm-hmm. And what I've seen literally in the four years that I was there, there were people that got married freshman year of college that were getting divorces my junior year of college. Mm-hmm. And it's just like yo, damn what? I, undergrad yeah. is a life. Undergrad, <laughs> like, you know, man. seriously, yeah. That,
3: that, that undergrad photo album is wild. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, first, uh, yeah, first of all, like let's, let's talk about how healthy this is to feel this way but like i don't think it's healthy to run into marriage or rush into marriage to cope with like what you're feeling yeah. either you know but on the flip side I, I don't know i think like the majority of people listening to this aren't really wrestling with that i don't think people are like rushing to get married yeah, that's I, yeah. yeah. I think our context is we're behind closed doors wrestling with porn and here's the thing like i remember like sharing this at the youth uh, retreat last weekend but like i had a friend in college who was convicted about instagram and they were like, yo, I got to delete the app because although I'm not falling into pornography, I'm, I'm like falling into seeing different images that's just not healthy for me, that's leading to certain ways of thinking or living that is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or even expectations, mm-hmm. right? And Instagram is really fake nowadays, like, mm-hmm. you know, but in a lot of ways, like, it's, it's because because uh, f- having a desire for sex is not deemed as healthy and natural, We deal with it behind closed doors. And I think as a community, we're suffering because we're dealing with it behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us are wrestling with things behind closed doors that are like turning into habits that will ultimately destroy us or destroy our partner, Mm -hmm. destroy our children, destroy our our, destroy our future, you know. And every action I think has a consequence, good or bad. Every seed that you sow, you reap, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that we have to talk about this and say, hey, Guys, you're okay for feeling this way, but we got to talk about it. And and I think just like where we are as a culture, second gen Abishas, mm-hmm. we I think the first step we got to take is just normalizing the fact that this is okay, mm-hmm. you know. And like letting people know that this is God's design for us. But what do you guys think about our culture demonizing this and leading people to suffer in silence? For
6: me, Um, One thing that I've been learning is the fact that like Christians feel the need to like make themselves the judge and Mm -hmm. like base um, Which sin is worse than the other Mm -hmm. and they've chosen to choose this sin as the worst and like the bad Thing that you could ever do, you know Mm -hmm. And like one thing I realized is like how come we never talk about like stealing or like lying or jealousy like it's always about sex before marriage or like um Horniness and all this and that and for me, when I personally personally was, like, going through it, um, it took a while to, like, understand God's grace because people never talked about that. They just mm. said, don't do it. Yeah. Mm. And so when I finally understood it, I was still struggling with it, but, like, at that point, I didn't care about what God thinks because I already knew what he thought of mm. me. I was more worried about the people. in mm. the world, wow. And that Dang. messed me up. Wow. And, like, finally, like, realizing, like, it doesn't matter, like, what the people think. Like, as long as you know what God thinks and, like, Realizing that he views sin as the same as any other. Like, he compares murder to not mm. loving your brother and sister. Mm. So why do you think that, like, porniness or, like, sex before marriage is worse than the other sins? Mm.
0: Yo, what she said is key. Yeah. Like, especially about... <laughs> once you know God has forgiven you or loves you or has a plan for you or has redemption and he can restore, still not talking about it because you mm. fear the people in the world and i would argue even people in the church
4: yeah that's worse bro yeah that's 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 more
0: scary yeah yeah Yeah. go ahead i feel
4: like yeah no i'm gonna leave wow no i'm done
1: (laughs) yeah and i think i think that like um especially in our cultural context Mm -hmm. and like in the church context like kind of abigail was saying like when there's so much shame around like Pornography or masturbation and mm-hmm. hoiness, since there's so much shame, shame surrounded by it, mm-hmm. you don't feel like you can go to your accountability partners mm-hmm. or maybe your friends and mm-hmm. talk about it. Or your mm-hmm. pastor. Right, yeah. And, yeah. and and like sin thrives like in darkness, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So when you can't, I mean, like when there's unity, like unity breaks like sin, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And it helps empower each That's other. When that. you yeah. when you're not with your brothers and sisters, when you can't feel like you go to them you're just on your own yeah you just it just becomes your own battle like yeah. you're fighting you don't think anybody else can relate mm-hmm. it's when the devil really has like a stronghold mm-hmm. and you just feel like you're just trapped yeah in uh, in your urges and trapped in like always going to pornography or any other outlet that you might have to deal with yeah. your, you know your sexual lust and
0: yeah, yeah. to speak on that growing up <laughs> this is this is gonna sound really ignorant but this is my reality my truth like I honestly thought that it was only men that struggled with this. Mm-hmm. When you look at the way pastors would communicate to us, when you looked at the way um, things were just out there, like it was like guys struggle with lust, girls struggle with gossip. And I know that's like <laughs> okay. that's not the truth, right? Like we, I think all of us struggle with both, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that like in my mind, I never thought a girl could ever feel like this was a problem in her life, you know? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to ask, like, in light of what Abigail and Nahum just said, like, as women, like, how has it been like, because I know for men, I think it's a little bit easier to talk about the struggle because it's always, oh, men will be men, boys will be boys, like, guys are dogs, like, guys like care about stuff like this, Mm -hmm. guys are always, like, sexually driven. But for women, it's the rep is, you guys care more about relationships, you guys care more about the heart, the character, the personality, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's almost as if, like, sex is like this, it's 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 good. It's like amazing, but it's not everything to you guys. Mm-hmm. And how do you how have you guys coped with? Because I feel like that is it makes it even more harder for you guys to come out and say I'm struggling with this, or I have struggled with this, mm-hmm. or I desire this. Is that okay for me to desire this? Is this am I like a guy now? I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. what has your journey been like with that?
4: I feel like um, just not even necessarily like experience wise, but I feel like just like hear just like hearing about it yeah. is like. I think, the, like, the hardest thing for girls is the fact that, like, guys are held... It, okay, it's about, like, standards, right? Mm. So, it's, like, it's always being preached out at guys, like, stop being mm. horny, like, yeah. be pure, 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 right? Yeah. And, like, we all get that talk, but I feel like with girls, there's no... They don't get the talk because they're already held to that standard. Mm. Like, mm. it's already established. Like, they mm. don't need the talk, which I feel like is almost worse, because mm. it's, like... So like assumed. It's exactly, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, like, implied, assumed, all that, yeah. it's, like, already there, so we don't need to visit the, to- not, like, we don't need to visit the topic, we don't uh, need to acknowledge it, yeah. and we don't need to address, like, we don't need to address, like, if if, if it's even present, because right. it's, like, if it's already implied that you're here, then, like, if you're, like, imagine being under that, like, bubble of, like, pornography already being bad, but yeah. it's, like, Oh, it's extra bad if you're a girl because it's not mm, even supposed to be present in the wow, first place wow, you know yeah. so it's like an added like
5: you're super layer weird.
4: exactly like yeah. exactly wow, so it's yes. like you're trapped and then did you trap again yeah. so yeah. it's like a harder thing to get out of too mm-hmm. and like with that like i mean yeah i guess no that's like what i meant like the double standard is like really like it really takes a toll on like especially women and i feel like too when, um, with men, I've always, like, seen it talked about in, like, a rite of passage type way,
5: Yes. Mm. Like,
4: if you don't watch porn, like, you gay. Like, you know mm. what I'm saying? Or like, or, like, you don't like girls, or, like, yeah. this, that, oh, the in other. The, in the world? Yeah, in the world, yeah, in the world. For so, sure. it's, like, for sure. it's, like, oh, like, there's something wrong with you. Literally, right. there's something wrong with you if you don't watch porn right, for right, guys, right? right? It's, like, a rite of passage. Like, it's normal. And it's, like, for girls, it's, like, you know, so it's, yeah. like, that double standard is, like,
6: really confusing.
5: Yeah, mm. yeah. That's real. Mm.
6: Mm. The luxury that you guys have, like, around this topic is the fact that, I mean, it's a good and bad thing, but, like, they expect you guys to do it. And, like, for one, that's sort of, like, bad because it's, like, sort of, like, expecting you is just, like, waiting for you to sin, like, waiting for you to Mm. do it. But at the same time, it's good because when you do fall, you have people to come and talk to. Mm -hmm. And, like, not only that, but, like, they're also teaching you guys about it. Like, for girls, they don't know what to do. Not only can they, like, not talk about it, but they don't have the knowledge to, like, deal with it Mm -hmm. and, like what can they do about it? Like, how do they get out of it? It's just more of, like, what you're doing is, like, gross and nasty and, like, all this and that. But, like, it doesn't help the girls at all. Mm. Kind of like a side note. Like, Mm. kind of, it's like
4: a reiteration of what I was saying, but it's, like, for a guy, like, you're more of a guy if you watch porn. But, like, for a girl, like, you're You're less less of a a girl. girl. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think, like, initially, like, the way I was able to, like, even start, like... Digging in to, like, so I, I feel like purity culture in the church really makes it seem like it's a woman's job.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, theologically, it's a man's job to, like, you know, direct, um, like, the standard of, like, purity and holiness, like, um, But then, like, it's the woman's job to, like, really enforce it. Like, Mm. she has to dress a certain way. and Mm. She has to not want certain things. Mm -hmm. And um, she has to act in a certain manner. Mm. Um,
3: Even, like, an initiation.
2: Yeah, right.
3: Who who initiates things. Exactly.
2: Um, Almost, you know, sometimes it's, like, a guy is going to determine, like, what level or standard he's going to hold depending on, like, like, where, where is this woman gonna go? Where is her line? Hmm. Oh, okay. So, Dang, that's I'm gonna real. act that's right. in a certain manner. Um, but I was, so shout out to YouTube. Um, don't remember the YouTuber, but she just kind of like asked the question like, so girls have to like wear a one piece, but guys can walk around in uh, like shirtless and mm-hmm. in trunks when we go on youth. Like to the retreats beach. and yeah. go to the beach, yeah. and girls have to wear a t-shirt on top of their one piece, yes, but ma'am. guys can wear it. Yes, and oh, like <laughs> we, we couldn't can, do that. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm saying, we're wearing t-shirts too. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I'm glad for you guys, but that was like instantly like, whoa, there's there's a bias, mm-hmm. and then hmm. it's
0: because women don't struggle, so they can handle more.
2: Yeah, and yeah. we can and we can like Shoot, do all the work dang. to like yeah. make sure I mean, that guys that. don't struggle. But, Mm. like, here we are. And, you know, I really, like, uh, for me, I'll say it wasn't really a struggle in my youth. But, like, I really hated it when, like, women would, um, I don't know. Just, like, me and all my girls are sitting down, like, at the beach, you know, all covered up. Because, like, you know, we're at a church event. And then, but then all the guys would walk by and all the girls would start talking. I'm like, wait, we're doing this because, Mm. and y'all are, like but we're just this and you guys are okay with that? Yeah. Um. And then it just like, you know, like, and for me, it wasn't until like college when like a woman just like opened up about her testimony on pornography mm-hmm. in order for me to understand like, okay, so women are not alone. Mm-hmm. We're all pretty much there. Um,
0: we're all what? Pretty yeah. much.
2: We're, we're all kind of in the same boat, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um,
0: I have a question. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Like, I understand that could lead you to not feel comfortable to talk to a mentor, pastor, discipler, mm-hmm. but does that, like, also lead you to not be open about talking about it with your girlfriends? Yes.
4: Uh, Larry, I saw you. I saw the question. I saw you. She's <laughs> going here. Well, because it's like, bro, it's like community mm-hmm. is stressed, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, just be vulnerable. Transparency is key. This, that, that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like some things are like, like I don't know. I feel like within transparency, we have like boundaries, which literally mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense because mm-hmm. like you're supposed to be transparent, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like you could talk about like how much you, like, do this and that other, but, like, don't do too much, you know mm-hmm. what I'm mean? Like, still keep, like, a f- like still yeah. keep a rep, right. so. Yeah. Don't be too, because, like, the most vulnerable person in the room, I feel like, has always, always looked weird at, like, okay, yeah. he's still wow. oddity, yeah. like, oh, calm that down, you know? Yeah. So, like, even within that, there's boundaries, right? So, it's, like, but then, I, sorry, going back to, like, the idea of, like, pornography with women, it's, like, uh, it's like I don't know the community part is stress, but then again those are those are there are those parameters, and it just goes back to like what I was saying before of like that added layer of like mm-hmm. because of your gender mm-hmm. you are already held to a standard, so don't even think about it. A. Yeah. So it's like those like those like extra like added like I guess like traps. Mm-hmm. You know,
5: mm-hmm.
4: it really does affect the community because yeah. another thing is like too like imagine like being a woman who struggles with that right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you're taught that you're not supposed to. Yeah in general, like, Christian-wise, and then you're not supposed to gender-wise, right? So it's, like, with those, you sit, and it's, like, okay, so if, like, I'm automatically wrong on my own, but it's, like... It just makes you feel that much more lonely, or like, mm-hmm. like Nahum said, like the devil like thrives in the dark, like he thrives in loneliness too, mm-hmm. like making you seem that like, oh, this is a this is an Abu problem, this is a Mickey problem, this mm-hmm. is a mystical right. problem, you know, mm-hmm. like it's just you. Mm-hmm. So it's like that and alone, like literally, like x's out the even idea of uh, like talking about it with your community, right. and like if like com- if we're looking community wise, like. It's a mix of boys and girls. Like it's really rare for a girl to go up to a guy Mm -hmm. and be like, "I'm. We are struggling with the same thing." You know, because like supposed to be so separate. Wow. "Mm." Yeah. 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 That's crazy. So yes, hard yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dang, that's crazy. So let me switch gears. Unless you guys have any thoughts, any more thoughts on that? Let me switch gears. Do you guys think you can be holy and horny at the same time? Yes.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. How so? Explain I mean,
4: that. I think it's like, we were saying this earlier, I feel like we were all saying this, but yeah. it's like, holiness is like a lifestyle, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a practice, like, you like you live it out. You know, it's an yeah. action, it's like, has a verb to it, like, all that, right? Yeah. And, like, horniness is like a natural, like, feeling. So, mm-hmm. like, you can you can exist and still, like, try to, you know, like, mm-hmm. reach that, mm-hmm. like, still live it out. Yes, yeah, like, yeah. it can coexist. And I feel like, too, one thing we talked about is just, like, people think it's a... Uh, like it's a one and done type situation because mm-hmm. it's like if that was the case then you know it wouldn't be a problem but it's like people are like addicted to this and like yeah. this is like a like this is a process this is a routine for people so it's like
5: yeah
4: what? so like x amount of years of your life that you've been watching porn like christ is not an option for you mm-hmm. you know so it's mm-hmm. like
0: yeah, yeah it
4: that's
0: can definitely
1: right coexist. that's good any other thoughts yeah I, I think for me like going into the bible and just like reading the gospels and there's like this one uh, verse where jesus was speaking and saying like if a man looks lustfully at a woman yeah he's already committed adultery in in, in his eyes Yeah. You know? and just thinking that like jesus came to like fulfill the law not to abolish the mm-hmm. law mm-hmm. but jesus didn't just fulfill the law to me he expanded the law mm-hmm. because in the old testament like um adultery is like <laughs> adultery is an action right yeah but then in the new testament what Jesus is essentially saying is you can commit adultery by just lustfully looking yeah. at a woman, you know? So yeah. it's not just an action anymore. Yeah. It's, like, your thoughts, too. Yeah. So I think it's, like, important to focus on, like, what are the thoughts you are ha- having? What thoughts are you harboring? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. when you are experiencing sexual urges, mm-hmm. when, you, when you're when you feeling horny, you know? Yeah. And if you focus on your thoughts, those are essentially what's going to guide the action. It's yeah. going to guide what it leads you towards, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you're focusing on thoughts, like, you know, you kind of want to, like... You know what I'm saying? Like have sex, Mm -hmm. or like if you're thinking lustfully about a woman, if you're thinking about like heading to pornography and those outlets, Mm -hmm. and you keep like feeding that, Mm -hmm. then you are going to eventually fall into that sin. Mm -hmm. But if you're taking proactive measures, Mm -hmm. I feel like to uh, address the thoughts you're having at the thought level, Mm -hmm. you're able to kind of like be proactive about when you feel those urges, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. what to to do do. about it. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. absolutely.
2: It's I agree, man. I think um, it's all about like. I just like for the mental health gang, like feelings (laughs) aren't a sin, right? Mm -hmm. Um, They're just an I like, they're just a marker or like just a barometer of like where you're at Mm -hmm. and what you need to be aware of. Mm -hmm. Um, And like you being aware of that you're like horny right now Mm -hmm. isn't like a like, there's very much like a God, I have this, like it it, it should turn you towards like, Mm -hmm. it can either turn you towards like, oh, I want to, like, act on this, I want to, like, indulge in this, mm-hmm. or it can be, like, God, like, this is where I'm at right now, mm-hmm. like, come into this, be a part of this, mm-hmm. like, guide me through this, yeah. or, like, that's good, yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think I, I remember, like, being taught, like, to, um. you know, if, like, that lustful thought comes around on your mm-hmm. mind, is to, like, say, like, god I'm so sorry I feel this way um <laughs> I'm I just like I, I don't mean to do that and uh, mm-hmm. uh, and but I think it's more of a matter of like uh, so just like across the board when it comes to like what goes on in your mind a matter of like an awareness of where you're at right now mm-hmm. really like can guide you to just like do better, grow, increase in Definitely. your resistance or your determination or your um, what's that d word, diligence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Instead of like, and if you're doing the opposite, if you're uh, like we were talking about early like, earlier, like condoning yourself for like, mm-hmm. um, just like the feelings you're having. Yeah. Um. Not condoning, condemning. Um, you get into like this like really ugly habit of like this thing that's supposed to be reminding you that you're like or like telling you that you are like this is your desire and this is what you want um now you're like fighting against it now it's like something Mm. that like when you want that in a a time that you can have that Mm -hmm. it becomes like a well like this is bad right or like Mm -hmm. almost like fishing for reasons as to why it could be bad Mm -hmm. um
0: I like. I also think that horniness can lead to holiness, because we like. Now was saying earlier, like I mean, before we started recording, um, one of the gifts or one of the fruits of the spirit is
1: long suffering.
0: Long, long suffering, suffering, right? And so the thing is, in those moments, like with what you guys are alluding to, mm-hmm. when you're feeling those natural things, let me emphasize <laughs> natural, you know, godly, God-given mm-hmm. desires what you do with it would really dictate are you holy or not but it's not the feeling of those things that Mm -hmm. dictate if you're holy or not Mm -hmm. right but in those moments Mm -hmm. when you have those desires when you have those urges you don't combat those urges by demonizing it Mm -hmm. you combat those emotions by acknowledging that they come from god but because it's come from god not only has it come from god but he has a way in which those desires best function and operate for your Mm well-being and your health you you know and so (laughs) (laughs) and so like because i think like if it comes from god god knows what he's doing with it Mm -hmm. and what god has commanded us is to operate in like to fully release ourselves in these emotions in the context of marriage right Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of the times like, we have a hard time believing that this is good for us. Like, like God is not out to, like, rob us of our joy, of, of our fun, of our uh, of our uh, health, of our um, just happiness. Like, God is actually protecting our happiness. You know what I mean? He's really trying to, like, you know, one thing, like, Mickey brought up um, before we recorded that we kind of get into it, is, like, nowadays, too, like, people, like, it comes from God, but people are questioning the way God designed it. So it's like, oh, I know, like, God says, wait till marriage, but let's test drive this thing. You know what I mean? Like, like if it ain't good with this person, well, like, home, really. you said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah, how yeah. can, it's my bad, day now all the gems 20. today, you yeah. know, right? She's She's been thinking about this I need one, 20. huh? <laughs> <I need debit. laughs> but let's talk about that, too, because, like, our culture tricks us into believing that what we need to do to deal or handle our horniness is release ourselves and do what we need to do because ultimately we're protecting our marriage because how could you know that this is what you desire, this is who you want to have it with or this is what you want with this person unless you test drive the vehicle or you test drive the person, you know? But my whole thing with all of that, I mean, we could talk on this, but I have a lot of thoughts on this is if both of y'all (laughs) <laughs> Listen, in a perfect world, I know this isn't always the case, but if both of y'all, like, let's just say, like, standard, if, like, we're coming at it in, like, a clean slate, if both of y'all have never had sex before, um, what is there to test drive? What is there to look for? How do you know if you're doing it right? How do you know if you're enjoying it? How do you know, like, How do you right? Know you're doing it right? <laughs> yeah, that's How do you know if you're enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, no, or, no, 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 not I enjoying like it, this. but <laughs> no, no, seriously though, but like, like growing with your partner in that way. Definitely. You know what I mean? It's like, something you guys have the
4: luxury of creating together. Exactly. Right. It's like a gift, yeah, in that sense. So what cool. do you do with that? Because it's not always like that. It, it isn't it always like,
0: right. okay. But I think like when that isn't the ideal or when that isn't what's going on. I think it's to remember that because here's the thing a lot of the times when we um, Have these like thoughts like I need a test drive. What is that rooted in? fear doubt Hmm. Right, Hmm. it's that God doesn't have me Mm -hmm. that God won't protect me that God won't take care of me that God Isn't gonna fulfill his promises in my life. And so what we do is we change the means and what we do is, we in order to justify uh, the the, in order to get to what we think God has for us, we we take the means into our own hands and say, God, this is what you have for me, but I'm gonna do it my way. Mm-hmm. And when you do it your way, you mess up. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about this at home groups um, a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about Moses and how like Moses, uh, he before going into the wilderness and you know for 40 years, I mean that's where he got married and all that good stuff but before he could come back and set his people free, it, like his, his heart to set his people free didn't come once he was like exiled or once he ran away from Egypt. Like he killed a man because he saw that it was, un- like, that man was treating his people unjustly. Now what I love about that is he had the right heart, justice. But the means to which he performed justice was not the way God would have him perform justice. And it cost him 40 years of his life. Not because he didn't have the right heart, not because he didn't have the right objective, but because he went about it in a way that he thought was suitable and right in his own eyes, you know, and like relating it to this, like it's the same way, like test driving, like if if you're already, if you've already crossed that line, just know just from the jump, you're forgiven, you're loved, you're holy, you're blameless, like you're set free, like you are not defined by that past, like you're good in the eyes of God, in the eyes of us here, Parazine family, I can't speak on all Christians, I'm sorry, Uh, but I just want you to know that you are set, but here's the thing though, um, you don't, you, you have to trust that God's ways, not just God's heart and God's purpose, but God's ways to his mm. purpose for your life is worthy of your trust, mm. is worthy of your faithfulness, is worthy of your rest and your peace. Like, there's no need to stress, like, God got you. He knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But those are some of the thoughts I have. What do you guys think when it comes to, like, holiness and horniness and is one, the absence of the other, or one can lead to another? What does that look like in the waiting process?
1: all right i'll go yeah so <laughs> I, I mean i think it's important one to not see like um sex yeah and sexual expression as like everything yeah like even in the even in the context of like marriage knowing that like you know like sex isn't isn't everything yeah is important to to recognize as well yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's good go ahead go ahead yeah so it's not everything but that's the opposite of what the culture teaches us Mm -hmm. the culture is like if you don't have sex you're missing out on life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's like like, everything is sexualized from the movies to social media to to music like and it it makes you feel like you're literally missing out on life when you don't have it you know what i mean yeah and
1: then like one man of god said like god is not trying to take our happiness away yeah
0: he's trying to uh
1: Save us from sorrows. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, God is not out to like, kind of like what you were saying earlier to expand on that. Yeah. yeah, God is not trying to like take our happiness away. Yeah, He's like His provisions and the things, his, the way He has things constructed. Yeah, and established. Yeah, is possibly to save us from certain sorrows. Mm-hmm. I right? yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like sexual promiscu- promiscuity. Yeah, and then, like yeah. having okay, a bunch of sexual <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, of having like a bunch of sexual members, uh, like partners and everything. Yeah, you don't know like. What like in the physical? Yeah. You could get like an STD. Yeah. But then, the, like even on the mental, like what is doing to you emotionally? Mm. Like what is doing to your like your mind and yeah. like how you see things, how mm-hmm. you view the opposite of gender? Yeah. You don't know like what that's affecting. So mm-hmm. like you know the damage that can be happening mm-hmm. is like it might not always be seen on the face of it. Yeah. But like it could be just as bad. Yeah.
5: I feel yeah.
4: like too what you were saying earlier is just like. I think Abu said this once. It was like um the measure of like a true Christian or like a mature Christian is, like, who you run to when you fall, like, when you slip up, right? And I feel like you're taught to, like, run, like, farther away from, like, the problem and just, like, oh, man, like, okay, God, I'm sitting, I'll be right back, though, when I'm right, (laughs) and then, you know, we're going to get this thing going, like, we're going to get the ball rolling, right? But it's, like, a true, like, a true, like, mature Christian knows who to run to, because it's, like, what you were saying earlier, like, you're holy and blameless, but, like, you are no less like a child of God because of what you do. Yeah. And it's like, does your father not know who he created? Mm-hmm. Or like what you're going to fall into? Yeah. It's just like understanding the point of like long-term suffering, I guess, of like what like you can come out, like what will come out of all that, yeah. right? Yeah. Or, like what can come out of like your struggle?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. Um. I, I think like also in waiting or um, holding off, as we're practicing the fruit of the spirit, long suffering, it's also producing a lot of things in us. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. um, it's. I think one of the fruit of following Jesus is protecting ourselves from um, unhealthy ways of looking at the opposite sex. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think like and I don't mean to make you talking about this earlier, but sometimes like when we like constantly turn to our um, our feelings, our urges, when we constantly trust that what we think is right is right and we turn to that, mm-hmm. what ends up happening is, and this is the scary thing about sin, is it doesn't catch you right away. Yeah. It doesn't trap you right away. Mm-hmm. You, you leave unscathed a few times. You mm-hmm. leave without being burned a few times. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. so it makes you think that, oh, I'm good, I'm fine. I've done this and nothing has happened to me. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that's not true because like how you view yourself how you view the opposite sex will be it will be like put on uh trial will be put on i don't know it just will it'll be affected it will be tested it would be uh diminished it would be i don't know messed with because of the fact that you um didn't trust god's ways and mm-hmm. so i think like yeah like we're, we're producing in us like long suffering but we're also protecting ourselves from other harms like the way like having healthy like friendships like I know like one of the conversations we have a lot with our churches can guys and girls be good friends I honestly think part of the reason why that's a conversation is because we we don't have a healthy view of like the opposite sex Mm -hmm. like it's harder for us to look at a brother or sister as a brother or sister Mm -hmm. and now we got to come up with all these rules when you're dating when you're single because you honestly don't have a pure heart in your relationships. Mm -hmm. And now things that should have never been put in question, like me and my sister. Nobody has to, if I hug her, hold her hand, kiss her forehead, whatever it is, it's understood what that is because of our relate. Like, that's my sister, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think that because we don't have a healthy view of one another, because we don't see each other the way God has seen us, because we've kept falling into sin, we've kept falling into trap. And I'm not saying that's always the case, that's not the, that's the case for everybody, but it is an aspect to the conversation. I think, like, what that does is it even damages our friendships. It, it creates trust issues. Um, I mean, like, nowadays, like, if you, like... If you're in a relationship and you're on Instagram and you like the opposite sex picture, it can be a big deal. <laughs> Why is that a big deal? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's what where, what is that rooted in? Yeah. Oh, you didn't take God's standards seriously, mm-hmm. and now like something as small as liking a picture is
5: mm-hmm.
0: causing insecurity amongst other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and. You, any other thoughts on that, like what it produces going about it God's ways, Mickey? You've been quiet, bro. What's going on? Well, he's soaking it in.
5: What was John your question? Again? <laughs> no, sorry,
0: sorry. Just like what it produces for us to acknowledge God's ways is for our good.
3: I Man, I I thought about this this exact thing just a second ago, but I'm forgetting what it was. But it's kind of going back to like the the idea of like temptation and just like if you if you fall under that that temptation, that's that's where. That's where the issue comes, but just yeah. the, the desire itself in itself is not,
5: mm-hmm.
3: it's not something to be demonized or that's something mm-hmm. to be, mm-hmm. you know, to be condemned to somebody and like, especially, especially even further than just how, we, how people, how we're socialized in the church, mm-hmm. of like, mm-hmm. defining people over those things, you know, yeah. I and mean, just that kind of thing, I think it was mystical that I was seeing that earlier, just mm-hmm. like, man, and you were kind of affirming people as we should do more often, actually. Yeah. When mm-hmm. it comes to this, it's just like, man, if you, if you, if you do have that past, if you... Whatever, if you don't, it, whatever, whatever it is, yeah. like, seriously, that's part of your story, and that's part of the greater church story. Yeah. yeah, especially if you're part of a church family, a church community, a community of faith. That's that's stuff we got to start welcoming. We got to start like, making making it making a um, more of a space for you mm-hmm. know, just especially especially as like cause we're in this age of like, you know, trying to trying to be more intentional about welcoming in like things like mental health, like Lely was saying earlier, or different things like that, and just different kind of conversations. I think it's a beautiful thing that we can kind of now have more of an opportunity, more, more of a platform, more chances to like mm-hmm. open up our minds to, mm-hmm. like, to have mm-hmm. to have this kind of conversation. So.
0: Yeah, actually, as you guys all know, my favorite pastor is Matt Chandler. But one of the reasons why he became my favorite pastor is when I got on him earlier on in college, I saw a sermon by him where he was uh, talking about how he once went into a church service or a conference or what have you, and the topic was like sexual purity. And what the guy did is he had a rose. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if you guys that's, Seen this but That's clip. the message just...
3: that, that got me on, the, on That got me on my Chandler
0: Yeah Cause that just yeah it go? so yeah for those that don't know definitely watch the thing yeah the thing. what the pastor ended up doing is he like as he's like talking about sexual purity he had the congregation pass around the rose the whole time and at the end of the talk he's like where's the rose can I get the rose bring up the rose to large congregation too. large and by the time the rose had gotten back to him it was like the petals were falling off like it was it wasn't as cute as it was when he first gave it off and he's just like see this is what you do when you keep having sex with people you become damaged like like Like, who wants this rose now? Like, who would want this rose? And I know, but like Matt Chandler was just like, he was infuriated. Like, he was upset. And he said he was infuriated because in his seat, all he could think about is Jesus Jesus, wants the rose. You know what I mean? That's the point of the gospel. Like, God wants you. And he not only loves you, but he became the very thing that separated you from him in order to regain your relationship, you know? And so, like, and I think, like, in our culture, we don't talk about that. Like, Mm -hmm. if you have a sexual past, you're just, like, this, you're over there, we're over here. Mm -hmm. And that's not what the gospel teaches. Like, you're forgiven, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, just know that if you're listening and you have a—because here's the thing. I think everybody, to an extent, has a sexual history or past some way. Shape or form, yeah. we're all guilty of yeah. something, you know. Um, Especially even if, if you
3: grew up in America,
0: exactly, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, let's not judge other people based off like their past, you know. And mm-hmm. so, like, let's and I think maybe people would be like more comfortable bringing up certain things if they knew that what was gonna welcome them was like love and not hate or mm-hmm. judgment, you know what I mean.
4: I feel like, too, kind of, like, to switch gears. Yeah. You good to switch gears? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I feel like um, another thing we we're talking about, too, is, like, the fact that not for, like, I guess, like, like um, problems like sexual past or whatever, like, sexual sin, mm-hmm. like, it has different, like, outlets and it looks different with mm-hmm. different people. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, like, the conversation is, like, for people who are listening who don't necessarily struggle with, like, porn, but, like, mm-hmm. I guess, like, what else does that look like? Like, what other form does that take?
0: Instagram. That was the first Seriously, thing that comes on my mind. discover like, page dangerous. <laughs> it's <laughs> real. It really is. Um, it could be like Tinder. Or Tinder. Or other sexual yeah. partners, you know, like yeah, yeah. engaging in actual party, sex. Yeah. 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 Um, movies. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, like, I know it has a bunch of sex scenes, but it's just a movie, you know, like. Even
4: like music too. Yeah. Like, if it's yeah. literally, it's like talking about the facts, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Listen. Talking about what? Talking, <laughs>
4: talking about the fact. Like, the like, like sex itself, but it's not even like sex. It's like, you
2: know, yeah, 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 guys, you can have it said to you in music or you can read it in a book. Mm, There's for really all our love- readers. <laughs> yeah. I love reading it. <laughs> you know. Well, ladies He's do these books, <laughs> <postcards. laughs> No. <Neck. laughs> and no. touch her with that the sweetest
3: of that's yours. so yo that that should be someone's song someone should mimic that podcast of how like <laughs> no seriously I feel like that genre of like books I feel yeah. like yeah. Solely women carried that genre, bro. That's not true. Tremendo.
2: That's not that's I have not never, there, I have never yes. heard or
3: seen that that genre being even we catered say, to men. You know me mean? Can't read. No, that's, <laughs> not, that's not even it's not even that. It's not even that. We it's don't a, we
0: don't say the N word now, thank uh, you.
3: I, but, Sorry, <laughs> Back to our Christian programme. I,
0: like,
3: <laughs> 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 I feel like that low key kinda goes into like like what Mr. said, just like how or, way in the beginning of this this episode, so we're talking about, like, how it's, like, acceptable for women in... in in such a like, a like a slim Say window. It. Yes, right. yeah. like, yes, yes. You, you like, like you have this
4: category. Yeah. If you don't fit, like you. Want you know goal. what's funny? You know what's
3: funny? I feel like but, I feel like back in the back in the day when there was like such things as blockbuster, right? Yeah. It was like <laughs> no seriously, Basically, I not know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. Blockbuster was like this place where you could like go physically <laughs> <laughs> and, rent, some and rent a movie on VHS, but you weren't totally I sure I they had about it in stock. So you have to just get lucky, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I feel like back in the day, cause like that's that's how they used to have like that's how they used to sell like like porn, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So like, like like for example like, like the guy's version would be trying to discreetly go through Blockbuster and like find whatever genre of porn he wanted and like you know, whoop, the girl and, like, would go to the scan library, it in and check go. it out. But one girl is like sneaking into Barnes and normals, looking for that new. In the late of night. In the late of night. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't even know like when it's 50, fifty whatever yeah you know what I mean like
2: yeah
3: oh, <laughs> and let's scurry home and read read these books just like what yeah.
2: no books are dangerous because like it allows you to like just you get to use your own imagination mm-hmm. with those words That's what? What? so every time your are it takes exactly yeah. yeah. Keeps it open.
5: Keeps, yeah. it open. Keeps yeah. it open for interpretation.
4: Open for interpretation.
0: Yo, I'm actually. So we talked about books, movies, music, uh, Instagram, porn. I think another is like looks in, in like real life. Yes, yes. Like yo, like I I remember sharing this like with you guys in a Sunday service. Mm-hmm. But I have a friend whose brother got a divorce because he cheated on his wife. Mm-hmm. And I'll never. This story literally like haunted me. And one day like. Him and his brother was like at a Target, walking something. They were out and about, and my friend was like to his brother, "Yo, check out that girl. She bad. This, this, and there, right?" And his brother literally stopped and was like, "Stop that! Like, that's what cost me my marriage. Mm. These like small, innocent looks, you know." And I think like we, in a lot of ways, even think those are not harmful, but they are. Like, you don't know what that's producing. You don't know what that can lead too in our hearts like yo our hearts is ugly it's deceptive it's evil and we can't trust that we can handle things as small as oh i'm just checking like i'm admiring god's beauty like right like we like hide behind these little cliches yeah 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 but but like literally like it's how it starts, you know. And mm-hmm. before you know it, you're like facing this monster, and you're like, "How can I overcome this?" Mm-hmm. It's it started with these small decisions that you made over the over the time. Yeah. I feel
4: like it speaks to the bigger thing of just like uh, we were saying this earlier, but like just like how sin is just like a comp- like a journey of compromises, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like you like I got it, I got it, I got it, I got mm-hmm. it, and then you don't, you know. Mm-hmm. And another thing too, the da- the dangerous thing too, like not necessarily in the scope of like with like sex or like temptations alike, but it's like that like when you say I got it, like, the key word is I and the fact that mm, you're drawing strength wow, from good. yourself yeah. to conquer something you were literally never built for. Wow. You know? Yeah, that's so good. it's like why, mm, That's I don't
0: a know. word. <laughs> that's the gospel. Talk about that gospel. <laughs> it's like
4: the whole idea that like I got it and it's like all about me, but then it's like I don't know who you draw your strength from, basically mm-hmm, right
5: So i mm-hmm.
2: that up. So I've been sitting on a question. Um uh when women get together and we talk about you know we start off talking about like we're affectionate for a man we're feeling certain something something happening we're going back to the talking phase um we'll start giving each other advice about like you need to do it this way you need to be doing this you need to be able to handle this and you know et cetera et cetera
5: yeah
2: um but i find it really interesting that when it comes to like us in the church and like us being like the a primary resource of um, God's work in our lives mm-hmm. and like speaking into each other's lives or like discernment, wisdom, etc. Um, we're like so quick to like uh, I don't need that or you don't understand or you haven't gone through the experiences that I have, therefore yeah. your information like your information doesn't apply mm-hmm.
0: um,
4: and so on. So which Wh- why is that? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think we were talking about that earlier too. Yeah, so,
4: It yeah. was talking about like um how like I was just talking about like I've talked to like people who um like literally after a sermon like we'll talk about bro, I was fired and stuff. Other like nah, like he don't know what he's talking about. Like he's talking <laughs> on his neck, this that the other, you know, <laughs> just cause. And I'm like, wait, why? Like, what's the missing piece? And it's like always experience, and it's mm. always just like well, he hasn't gone through it or she hasn't gone through it. Like, how is she about to tell me about something? Like, I should be up there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, mm-hmm. that whole idea. But I think, um, I was looking past my notes from, like, services and stuff that we've had here at Prairie Museum, and it's just talking about how, like, literally, like, Jesus never sinned. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know? So it was, like, Hi, what are you going to tell me about experience? Mm-hmm. You know? So it's, like, mm-hmm. and I guess going back to, like, the whole idea of, like, a standard. Like, mm-hmm. like it's, um, like, God is, like, where you draw your, like,
5: mm-hmm.
4: I guess, like, It's not anybody's, like, experience, or it's not, like, a story, or it's not a testimony that should, like, get you at the end. It's just, like, Mm -hmm. the word, like, Mm -hmm. of God, right? And it's, like, the truth that God has for, like, Mm
0: -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, our standards should never be our experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, they're helpful. Yeah. They they have its place. Mm -hmm. But when we start making people's experiences the standard for truth, Mm -hmm. what happens when somebody else's experiences contradict yours? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because everybody, like I said, has, like, different... um, they have like different sexual pasts. They have different special, uh, sexual experiences. And so at the end of the day, like, if you're going to take one person's word, what happens when somebody else's word says something completely different? Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, what we need to get to is say, and I love that analogy like, yo, Jesus was without sin, but nobody questions his ability to call out sin yeah. you know
5: what I mean
0: mm-hmm. um, and I think that the problem is I, I don't know I don't know like I don't know why people feel that way mm-hmm. but I think at the end of the day it's because people want to be um, people want to feel like what they're doing isn't wrong mm-hmm. and they want somebody to pacify what they're doing I think if we measure, and, and I think it's human nature to constantly measure our worth and our successes and our failures and our strengths with other people's, mm-hmm. but I think it's clear in the Bible, like, we measure ourselves to the word of God and mm-hmm. God's standards and who God is, and when we do that, we're constantly working towards something greater than what the culture has ever taught or even what your pastors ever preach or what your friend has held yeah. you accountable to. Yeah, it's, the standard continues to grow. The standard doesn't change, and the standard will keep you in check. Because we are prone to think, I got it now. Mm-hmm. Know what I'm talking about. I've been around the block. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nah, like there's some more things that God has for us that will mm-hmm. speak life into that situation. Mm-hmm. So. so, this what, is, uh, go so ahead. My last question.
1: Yeah. Like, so now that we've kind of like addressed this whole like horny holiness <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think are recommendations for the listeners who are struggling um, with their horny urges, like now that we validated that they can, that these feelings are natural, yeah. Yeah. that they're relatable, that other people are struggling with this, that you can potentially go to people. Yeah. Um, what do you recommend for those that are just kind of like either trapped in porn or trapped in any one of their outlets mm-hmm. and uh, don't seem to be able to kind of find their way to their freedom or find their um, way to like talk about it with God even, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and even bring it to God to kind of help. How do you deliver? Like, I, uh, um, deliver them out of that situation. So like yeah. solutions. Yeah, yeah, solutions or recommendations for yeah how to go about it. Yeah.
6: Um, one thing that Abu always says is like we look at the effects instead of like the causes. Mm-hmm. So like one thing that I um, have mm-hmm. done is start to like look at the roots of like why I'm mm-hmm. in those feelings, mm-hmm. and like for me it would be like I thought marriage was the end goal and, like, getting to do those stuff with, like, my husband, like, this and that, like, Mm -hmm. right, like, we make, um, being married, um, out to be what life is, Mm -hmm. but that's not the goal, like, Mm -hmm. why we're going into marriage is to spread God's gospel, Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. so we have someone to Mm -hmm. do life with, not for our own gain, Mm -hmm. so, like, that's what I needed to realize, like, I'm not getting married for my own pleasure, like, Mm -hmm. it's for God's glory, and that's what I had to realize, like, I need to learn how to be on my own, and, like, have God and let that be enough yeah Yeah. so like I guess for me like just look at the root as to why you're feeling that way and like why you're going into those habits or like
4: yeah I think we're also talking about like the difference between like acknowledging and like entertaining Mm -hmm. and it's like really it's actually healthy for like any Mm -hmm. problem you may have you know it's just like to acknowledge the fact that it's present you know and that it has like I don't know the present in your mind and it like just basically what kind of Abigail was saying was, like, uh, like analyzing the cause and the fact that you acknowledge the cause does not make you guilty or, like, yeah. wrong, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, realizing the problem is, like, what? It's, like, seven steps to, like, like mm-hmm. acknowledging the problem is the best yeah. way to heal, you know? Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, even that, like, as corny and cliche as that is, like, it's it's real. Like, mm-hmm. acknowledging that it's present, you're already, like, kind of halfway there in a sense. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the difference is, like, when you entertain it. So it's, like, the cause and then the effect. is like, mm-hmm. but what you do with that acknowledgement mm-hmm. dictates... Where you going, like you know yeah. left to right, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's important too. And another thing is like I don't know, I think the keyword, I think Nahum said he said like, um, like trapped in that. Mm. I think that's like the scariest thing too, is like what we were saying earlier, just like getting out of that mentality and honestly, like honest thought, it's so much easier said than done, yeah. you know? And like to step out in faith and talk to talk to somebody about it is like a whole other thing and like mm. that's like, you know, yeah. That's like a, a struggle in itself but like if it's possible like it doesn't even have to be like your best friend like whether it be like a prayer first like to mm-hmm. god like look this is where i'm at yeah and like this is where i want to be yeah mm-hmm. and like could you walk with me this? like i mean mm-hmm. could we be together mm-hmm. in yeah. this right yeah or or like if that looks different for you like depending like who you are like what you yeah. prefer mm-hmm. like even like your pastor and mentor like a trusted person and i promise you like if that person loves you like i feel like the the that relationship, like, would not be, like, so drastic. I don't know, Mm -hmm. if someone, like, accepts Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. for all you are, you know? Like, uh, the good, bad, ugly. I feel like that's, like, that's just, like, a step in the right direction, too. So I guess, like, um, trying to establish a community or, like, a place where you feel open, like, to talk about that. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, yo, I, you talked about it, but literally it has been, like, the driving force for me to, like, be able to, like, feel like there's any type of, Control for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. Um, and that's just that like it's literally just like inviting God in mm-hmm. like yeah. he might be a God of like righteous, he is mm-hmm. a God of righteousness yeah. and holiness mm-hmm. um, but and like hates sin mm-hmm. like with his whole being but he is a God that like wants to have full control and help you mm-hmm. through every little thing I'll, I'll ask God like sometimes to so just like God like yo my feelings are like whack today like Mm -hmm. be in my feelings and he doesn't just care about my feelings he cares like about like every aspect of me right Mm -hmm. yeah like desires to have full control of my life Mm -hmm. he cares about like what's going on on the inside Mm -hmm. and so just asking like god like I you know um so I'm feeling this way could you be here with me in this definitely um and he will
0: yeah i think the biggest one for me is believing that god can deliver you Mm -hmm. because if you don't even believe that to begin with you won't get on the journey to heal you won't get on the journey to be righteous or pure in heart you know Mm -hmm. and so i know like man i mean men hear it all the time like hey man guys will be guys like this is just our struggle you know like this is what it is and no like that's not that doesn't have to be the case you know mm-hmm. do you believe that the finished work of jesus has the power to deliver you mm-hmm. has the power to help you be holy yeah. you know um and if you believe that then you'll take action steps mm-hmm. you know so i think for me i mean we can talk about action steps all day long <laughs> but i think it's really rooted in like how you see god and how you see yourself yeah. you know if, if you don't see the the power of the gospel like how could you believe in it to work in your in your life you know Mm -hmm. and so and then another like something that's really big too if you got anything from this podcast it'd be yo don't demonize your your feelings don't demonize being horny that is god's (laughs) that is god-given desires you know it comes from god but like we said earlier this is something that the devil in the world and even the church has distorted and uh, just knowing the difference between what is distorted and what isn't, and fighting to keep the truths of God pure in your heart. Mm-hmm. So th- that that would be the take. Any any other last takeaways?
1: I think for me it'd be like um, like there's power in prayer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just recognizing that like is God like your ultimate joy? Yeah. is God uh, something that's precious to you? And, yeah, like and also what you were saying about like following in His ways and trusting in His time mm-hmm. and His timeliness and. And his process of doing things and trusting that ultimately what God is doing in your life is ultimately for your good. Mm-hmm, you know I mean? mm-hmm. And if you recognize that and you see and you see God as joy, mm-hmm. is it is he a greater joy than any type of uh, sexual like mm-hmm. pleasure your you mama. might? Because yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. essentially what you're looking for is like ha- happiness or some kind of release, right? Mm-hmm. Through like you're horny and you're finding you're looking yeah. for some kind of release of your urges, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe you feel like there's actual. Um, you know, ha- uh, happiness that lies there for you. Do you see God as like greater, mm. a greater happiness, a yeah. greater joy, um, yeah. greater fulfillment yeah. than anything that you might experience yeah. from mm-hmm. a sexual release? Yeah. Um, yeah. And you were kind of like alluding to this in one of your sermons, talking about sins deceitfulness, mm-hmm. and it's not like the sin itself, but what you believe the sin mm. w- would promise you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I would just encourage you to just like go to God, be honest in prayer, yeah, mm-hmm. and. Believe in him and trust that he's ultimately for your good. Yeah, and he is the your, the greatest joy that you could ever mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. And
4: just like satisfaction in God is like guaranteed, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not even like I don't know. It's not conditional. It's mm-hmm. literally unconditional love and just like unconditional everything, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of like what Nahum was saying it was like finding deeper pleasure like in mm-hmm. Christ mm-hmm. than you do anything mm-hmm. else, you know. Mm-hmm. Like that may like that that may be like sexual desires, true. That may like something else, but it's like, yeah. but God is still greater than that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's good. Well, it's late here. It's midnight. Mickey's yawning. And got to pick up a friend from the airport. Shout out.
1: Shout out Loey (laughs) on (laughs) us. He goes by Kill Loey on Instagram. Go follow him.
0: And honestly, he's going to help us take shaping the culture to the next level. He's such a great friend, pouring a lot of his resources and his gifts to kind of help me um, produce con, not only produce content, but do it excellent. And so, good friend. Yeah, that's why he's actually coming out to Atlanta to help me with the stuff that I got going on this week. So... But this is uh, our last episode of June, and uh, we'll see you next week on YouTube. Stay tuned. Until next time, family, peace and love.